Brothers and sisters, welcome to our second podcast of the 22 Redeemed. This is Sean Patterson, and I'm here with my brother, Stephen DeBell. Hey, hey. And uh, we're just here bringing the, the good news of Jesus Christ to veterans around the world and their families. And um, uh, it's just so awesome to uh, uh, be back at this again. And um, we're just going to make this a regular thing, man. And uh, yeah. we're just going to, um, you know, claim uh, that Jesus is going to do what he's going to do. And he's going to touch the lives of veterans. And uh, uh, he's just going to use us as a vessel to, to do so. So, um, and he's going to get the glory. So, mm-hmm. um, well, we, we left off last, last uh, podcast with uh, some... Uh, testimonies, and uh, we kind of got uh, Stephen cut off there, so <laughs> he he was in a hurry to get out of here. No, I'm just playing, but uh, we did cut him off a little bit, and he's going to share some more of his story, and uh, cool. we're just going to, you know, go with the flow here and um, just see where, where God uh, takes us, and just going to, um, um, yeah, talk about Jesus, talk about our our, our our hurts and our our garbage and our stuff that we deal with on a daily basis and stuff in the past and Amen. and we're just gonna um, share our victories. So, um, Steve, man, it's all you, brother. All right, hey, warriors, supporters of warriors, all around good dudes and dudettes. What's going on? It's a wonderful day. Um, yeah. So, if you listen to the last podcast, you know I was talking about you know, a little bit about my testimony. And really, it's this, it's been this ongoing evolution for me. Um, you know, I did touch about, you know, I was, I was that, that young boy that my grandmother made sure that I knew who God was. And I actually was, I had the opportunity to find Jesus myself. Um, I, I mean, obviously, he, you know, he's the one that reaches out to us. But I certainly answered that call. And I, I mean, I fell in love with Jesus all on my own. Um, it was just, you know, as I got older, high school, uh, the wiles of the world, they call it, you know. And for me, you know, I just, I had a lot of aggression. I had a lot of uh, just this energy that I didn't even know how to hone yet. You know, and looking back at it, you know, it's so clear what that energy was. And I've, I've seen it shine throughout my life uh, so far. But uh, I've also seen it, you know, dim and I've seen it go... I see it, I've seen it be used, you know, for not only good, but also for not so good. Um, you know, sort of that, uh, the Christian that has one foot in and one foot out, you know, there's, uh, what's the term, what is it, lukewarm? I know that sounds kind of harsh, but yeah. it is what it is, right? Yeah. I mean, when I was, I mean, if I look back at it, and I had, I mean, I had allowed and accepted sin to sit in my life and I mean I even made excuses for it I mean mean, I'm talking fornication uh drunkenness anger frustration that becomes anger hatred from anger being fed and just and being confused as, as to like I mean, I, I love God. I love Jesus. But then why is this so hard for me to figure out? And, 
you know, I look back at it, and I'm going to tell you guys a story. It's one specific one. But something that I found out recently, and it's it's through surrender, man. I, I, I remember submission being this, like, oh, really, God? I mean, are we really supposed to be weak people if we're going to be Christians? <laughs> really? I mean, but no, totally not. That's And that's exactly it. I mean, that's that's... <sighs> That's the deception that gets fed out there, and that's coming from the evil one. And, that, and you know, especially for a guy like me, I mean, I literally ran into, I mean, you guys, we're going to eventually do video, and you're going to see us and be like, oh, okay, this makes sense. <laughs> as, as a couple of old warriors, man, as a couple of used to coulds, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, man, so to get, you know, back on track, what? what I was talking about, you know, for me, it, it, it was the surrender that I was just, I was unwilling to do. I, I, I struggled with that. And it's through surrender that I find what I'm looking for. That's how I win battles. Not, not banging my head against the wall or running. I remember this thing. They said, yeah, we're going to take on the devil, man. Why? I mean, seriously, like, he is the devil for a reason. He has power for a reason. He, we give him that power. We don't even know we do that. So how am I going to take him on if I don't even know that? Like, I don't even know, I don't even know his tricks. You know, but as I, as I surrender to Christ, I start to see the same things. I mean, let, let's also take this to account, that since the dawn of man, since, since Adam and Eve, to literally right now, it has been the same puller of those strings and the influencer doing the same things over and over and over again. Nothing is actually new. If you seriously think about it, there is nothing new that's going to ever happen. It's just, it's literally wash, rinse, and repeat. And so surrendering to Christ, for me, I'm able to open my eyes and see what is actually going on and see who he really is, who this, this evil one really is and what he does. And when I know that being in Christ and surrendering to Christ and not surrendering any of my power to the evil one. So he has no influence. That's how you're able to see him for who he is. That's how you know. And then you realize, like some, <laughs> like that little punk, <laughs> you hear about this bully in school, right? You finally see him, you're like, what? This dude? Come on, man. Come on. You ain't taking my lunch money, homie. <laughs> right? Yeah. But it's like, and, but it's only done through surrender to Christ. That's how you win the fight. That's how, that's how you win the fight. You don't take on evil spirits. I mean, what was it? St. Saint Michael even told him, I'm only going to tell you what God told me to tell you. Why do you think that is? Because why would I want to play with fire? Why do I want to test? There's no reason for that. It, it's, I keep my eyes on Christ. He's already taken care of it for me. Now I don't have to be concerned. But see, that's the thing. That was that struggle. You know, I know that now, and I live it now. But that very well explains why I struggled so much, why I had one foot in and one foot out, and that's been my life. And it was only because I chose to stand still.
I didn't choose to move forward. I didn't choose to surrender. I was afraid of that. Ultimately, I was afraid, you know, and I hid it behind things like, that's weakness or this or that, trying to convince myself and make excuses for it. I mean, I used to think, well, <laughs> in fact, I even said this, man, to a woman I ended up marrying, and I love her so much, but <laughs> she's like, baby, we should probably not do anything until we're married. I'm like, but babe, I already married you in my heart, right? I don't see a problem with it. <laughs> see, that, that's what I'm talking about, though. Like, like, like literally allowing, like making excuse for it, man. That's not okay, bro. Mm -hmm. it, it, it's never okay, man. And I remember, I remember this one time, I'm going to share this with you guys, because this, this is, like I got answers, and I, I look back at it now, and it makes perfect sense, but I was a young Marine, man, and I was stationed there at Camp Pendleton, California, and I was at this little northern beach town. Um, I used to go, and that, that's where I figured. I, I didn't go south to Oceanside. I would go up north to, uh, to uh, the little beach towns up north. And, um, you know, I wasn't going to church very much. I had had a, uh, I had had a, a, a committed relationship. Um, I was very active in... At that point, I started getting in, into the elite side of things, uh, you know, being a sniper. And, you know, back then they didn't have, you know, MARSOC and all that. It was more like task forces, and, you know, task forces and, and stuff like that. And they had, you know, at least they had first and second force and they had first and second time recovery and all that stuff. But they didn't have such a concept as MARSOC yet. So, you know, guys like us, we had to operate differently. Anyway, so long story short, um, it was around that time and, and there was a lot going on. There was a lot of training, a lot of stress. I, I, you know, I loved God. Uh, I did go to church, um, but I fell away from it again. And, and, and I was deploying, you know, little mini deployments. I was doing a bunch of those and, you know, my relationship wasn't going so well. And, and I was just feeding all this, you know, negativity. I was feeding negativity with negativity and, and man, I still have to fight that. But anyway, I, I've gotten a whole lot better at it. Yeah. But I was really deep into it, man. It was really just weighing me down. And I remember I was making choices and I'd, you know, I'd get drunk and just brah, I just want to do, just want to go crazy. And there's different battles that we go through, you know, compared, you know, civilian side and, yeah. and, uh, uh, military side, you know, just because we get out doesn't mean that the, uh, the battles that we still fight, oh, uh, stop. Um, they just look different, man. Yeah, it's exactly. Battlefield. Yep. Yeah. Same yeah. fight, different battlefield. Yeah. yeah. But, um, but I remember I had been just a week of drunkenness and just, you know, and it was weird because I could train during the day, but then I was be just, you know, trying to get rid of something, trying to hide something. And I just, you know, look again, I'm, I'm, I'm hindsighting it. You know, then I was lost, even though I still loved God. It was my actions, you know. But I remember that Saturday, just day drinking into Saturday night and just broken relationship, broken life. And I remember Saturday night just thinking, what have I done? Like, where am I at? Like, I, would, I got to that point. I was like, where am I? I can't, you know, and I, I remember I got up early on Sunday and I just went to some random church, just some random church in town, man. I just drove over there and I was trying to find one and I found one and I got, 
And I just went and sat in it and was listening, and they had done an altar call. I remember that. And I just, you know, it, it started, like, it just, I was numb. But then I found myself, like, and, and for a moment, like, it just went blank. I remember sitting there feeling really convicted. And then there was this, like, visual intermission. I don't even remember. And I find myself literally at the front, at the pulpit, laying down on my face, crying uncontrollably, broken, surrender. And I know, I know those people were like, what is going on with this dude, bro? Like, what? Because here I am, I mean, you know how many times I've been called a brood or or I, I mean, to look at me, you're like, dude, this dude, <laughs> this dude's a brood. You know what I mean? I'm like, man, I'm just what? I love peace, homie. You know, but uh, it's funny too because my wife's like, babe, I'm gonna get you a t-shirt, and it's gonna say this. Now I got one that says, I love Jesus, but I cuss sometimes. <laughs> I was sporting that one like every Sunday at the compounds, man, when I was deployed a lot, but. She wanted to get me another shirt that said, I'm smiling on the inside, right? Because apparently I had to scowl this, this countenance about me. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah, you know. But, uh, I mean, to see that dude just broken down, I could only imagine, you know, looking back at it now. But they were so helpful, you know, and just, you know, here's our number. You know, may I have your number? May I reach out to you? And they did, man. And they, they were good people, you know. And it was just, I just, I really felt, I really felt close to him again, you know. Mm-hmm. And I remember that feeling. And I started getting my life back together. But then, you know, it's the one foot in, one foot out. You start compromising. It's like that leaven, man. You know, you put a little bit of leaven in the dough and you start needing. I, I cheat a little bit. I want to cheat a little bit on my taxes or I want to, you know, I want to, well, maybe I can drink half a bottle. That's all right. I can handle this. I got this, yeah. you know, or I can, I can sleep with my girlfriend. That's all right. Mm-hmm. You know, I love her in my heart, you know, mm-hmm. start just those. It's just one thing after another. And the next thing you know, you're completely overwhelmed mm-hmm. with sin in your life until like I can only imagine someone looking at me going, did this dude's a Christian? Whoa. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's a punch in the mouth, bro. I mean, you might as well just punch me in the chest right there. You don't call it a day because that's. Yeah, I know. That's um, a shaker, bro. A spiritual father, spiritual father Mm -hmm. me once told me, he's like, look at yourself in the mirror and picture Jesus. He's like, you are Stephen DeBell in a Jesus suit. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, um, dude, that's a good one. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it, it, it's, yeah. it's crazy kind of looking at that, uh, cause it's hard to picture yourself as Jesus because, you know, at the end of the day, you do have other people looking at you, you know, you're claiming to be someone that, you know, other people yeah. may like, uh, really? Come on guy. It's just straight gratitude for me, man. Mm-hmm you know, trying to emulate, you know, the, you know, the one man that I see as perfect, you know, but for a reason, you know, and let's not forget about the intercessory role that he has for us. I mean, again, you want to talk about like to, 
to just focus on the gratitude for a moment of not only while we were sinners, he laid, he gave his own life, but he intercedes for us in our shoes to our Father in their court regularly. So think about it. If I'm nestled up with him, I can't lose. I am that safe. That's just, just, I mean, dude, that's enough to just say, you know, and one thing for me too, you know, along this path, I kept getting into all these works, earning it, earning it, because, you know, in our life, man, especially, you know, in the military, you've got to earn your keep, you know, you've got to, you know, you could do a hundred rights, you do one wrong, what is wrong, you nasty, I mean, how many times, right, mm-hmm. sub, you know, unsat, mm-hmm. substandard, mm-hmm. you know, nasty thing, yeah, I've heard that a thousand times, man, and it's like, you know, in the zero tolerance mentality, unfortunately, that uh, the criticalness, self-criticalness, you really start to bleed that onto others, and you're critical on others, and it's, you're just, you're just this, this tornado, man, to be around, mm-hmm. you know, and if you can get to the point where you're self-aware, or you're aware how critical you are on others, well, you've only won half the battle, and that's good, you stop that, that's good, but where'd that source come from? The source needs to be destroyed. You gotta, you know, when we can see who we are in Christ, we can actually stop being so critical on ourselves and couple that with the works mentality. I have to earn my salvation. That is a total lie, man. And that yeah. is, that's one of those pits yeah. you fall into, bro. You're going to need somebody to pull you out. Yeah, we touched about that last, uh, yeah. last cast. Um, but yeah, man, so for me, dude... You know, I would say, yeah, I've been a Christian my entire life, and I've loved God my entire life, and I've done a lot of good, and I've done a lot of not so good in his name for him to have the glory. But I would really, I would really say my walk is, my, I'm now running my race. And even though it's not perfect, it's a whole lot better than it was. And I understand so much more, and I have so much more knowledge on it, so much more understanding. But again, uh, compared to the joy that I feel and the, the security that I feel and the safety that I have because how secure I feel, all of that knowledge means nothing. Yeah, so... I say all that, you know, the, uh, uh, the joy, the overwhelming gratitude, uh, the gratefulness, the walking in peace, all of that. To, yes, the knowledge has its place, but, but compared to the experience, I would rather have the experience all day. I mean, the knowledge helps me. But to have both, and that's what I'm talking about. That's, that's been my entire life. My testimony is I've been afraid to surrender. And when I did that, I get to have both. And that, 
you know, living it now, it, it's so clear. I do not feel weak. I mean, dude, do I look weak? Absolutely not. I certainly don't feel weak. I would say you are an intimidating person. But yeah, so, I mean, I don't feel weak. I feel strong, but I feel good. I know that's hard to explain, but good. Like, like what I do is good. And it's, it's, it's so motivating. But that experience, that joy, that comes from the surrender. Surrendering and, and I know what you're thinking. Hey, hey, bro, that's all good and dandy, but what does that look like? That's easy. Well, it's nothing more than surrender is like the catalyst to obeying. You got to think about it. When, when I, t- so like, okay, let's take my son, my, you know, because we're all sons, you know, a lot of us get to have that, uh, the joy of being a father. So I'm going to use that example, okay? Or I could use the superior thing, uh, you know, in the military too, but it's all kind of the same concept. When I'm that hard taskmaster, I'm that hard dad, and I'm like, son, clean your room, do it right now, right? And you do it. You're like, I've got to clean my room. Or, or I say, hey, son, every Saturday you're cleaning your room 0800, and, and you're going to have an inspection at 09. You understand me? Yes, sir. Okay, make it happen. And if you don't, see, this is where If you don't, I'm going to crush you. I'm going to take away your video games. I'm going to wear you out, and you'll be grounded, and you're going to do extra work. Or I'm going to come in there like a whirlwind and ruin your room and make you do it again, right? Being that hard taskmaster... You're going to obey, but, but you're going to obey because you don't want to get crushed. You don't want to have to do all this extra stuff. And you know the hard taskmaster is only going to be harder if you, if you rebel. And so you do it. There's that obedience. But why do you think that obedience is so nasty? Or let me say it this way. That really mirrors who God and the devil are in that God wants us to obey and we want to because we love him. Satan makes it seem like it's hard. It's hard. If you don't do it, you're going to be crushed. There's going to be punishment if you don't. See, God's saying there's going to be punishment if you don't because that's the way it is. And I'm telling you so that you don't do that so that you don't have to go through that experience. You don't have to. Where Satan's like, no. No, he wants you to get crushed. You have to get crushed. That's why you have to obey, and eventually you don't want to obey. The son is going to eventually rebel against the father, and he's going to fight him. He's going to fight back. But when you corrupt it like that, nobody wants to obey. But that is Satan's job is to make it look, to corrupt it so that it looks bad. And so we do not do it. But where does it put you? You see, my testimony, where it puts you is literally struggle life. One foot in, one foot out. Suffer, 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 suffer. For no reason. That's the thing. There's no reason for it. And to look back at it, there was never been a reason why I needed to suffer. But because God knew that I was that stubborn and I was going to do that, what Satan had intended for bad, 
God was able to use for good through me and that I could learn from all that. And that's why you and I talk today. But I didn't have to go through that. My life could have been so much better. It could have been so much more peaceful. And even though I like it the way it is, uh, because I am who I am, to think that it could have been easier or to experience now what I experience, why, did, why wouldn't I want to experience that? Obedience is, dude, it's easy. I mean, we do it in the military all the time for the wrong reasons, out of fear or out of respect. So at least we understand what that is. Now, magnify that respect tenfold through gratitude. And of course you're going to want to obey. I mean, that's, it's going to be a no-brainer. You're not only going to want to obey, but you're going to want to obey with everything. And you're going to want to do that because you love That's what surrender looks like, man. You just, you just surrender to his love. And that is the catalyst to true obedience. And when we obey, our faith grows. That's how we get faith. Amen. And that literally, it sounds like a formula, but really it's an experience. But that's how simple it is. It's... It's a formula. I mean, you and I can just sit here and do it half-cocked. You know what I mean? <laughs> Bust out a bottle and figure this out, right? You can do that. It's that simple, but it, it's the experience. And so, yeah, man, that's, that's been my testimony. I, you know, I used to listen to some of my bros. I mean, one included right here, man, my homeboy. You know, and go through this life not even knowing God. And then all of a sudden... All of a sudden, Todd White, man, I'm, instantly I'm thinking of Todd White, dude. That dude was like, and I love that guy, bro. I, I listened to him, it's like, aura, aura. He motivates me. I stand up, sit down, cry with him, everything, dude. He motivates me. But mm -hmm. to have that kind of life, to have that kind of testimony, you know, at some level and at, at certain times in my weakness, I, I was like, man, I wish I had that because I, what do I have? I have, I've known for so long and I didn't do which puts more weight on me. And since I'm already... That's false condemnation, a, though. Yes. Right there. That's false condemnation. And since I'm already that kind of works kind of person in my head, like I have to earn everything. I have to earn it, earn it, earn it, yeah, right? Yeah. You want to talk about hammering the nail even harder, man. That's just, that's bam. And it's like chains to me, bro. But, you know, yeah, I love Taiwan. <laughs> you know what? I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick, raise my hand up here and take credit for that because I I, I introduced him to Todd did. White. <laughs> yeah. But I but I listen to Bill Johnson too, man. Yeah. Like daily, yep. that dude. Yep. He's Bill Johnson's awesome. Good. But yeah, mm -hmm. there's something about freaking Big T, man. I like that dude. Yeah, <laughs> Big T, man. Keep doing your thing, bro. Man. <laughs> yeah, he's he's fire, man. Yeah, he is. Um, yeah, man. Thanks for that, brother. Hey, that's what we're here for. Iron sharpens iron. Absolutely. I know you talked about um, the devil's tricks, man. I want to remind you, John 10, 10. Ooh, yeah, talk to me. You know, the enemy only comes to kill, steal, and destroy. Mm -hmm. That's it. And he uses that same thing over and over again. Yep. And um, as scripture, man. So that means, that means that no matter how it looks, no matter how his kill, stealing, and destroying look, and it's supposed to look, that's why he does it, it's supposed to look 
tantalizing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I look at steel, I look at uh, kill, I look at destroy, and I think, that doesn't look appealing. And he knows that. So he's like, well, then I'm going to have to make it look way appealing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. So, so be careful about yep. that. No matter how it looks, it is still kill, steal, and destroy yep. at the end of the day. Yep. Don't forget that. Yeah, man, you just, uh, that's so good, man. Well, you left me speechless on that one. I love you, brother. <laughs> I run. <laughs> love oh, you too, man. homeboy. It, it, it's, it's so good. We just, um, you know, I, I was sitting down with my pastor uh, earlier this week, and he brought up surrender because I was asking that same question to my yeah. pastor. I said, how do I convey surrender to a group of Dudes. individuals <laughs> that uh surrender is a bad thing yeah um S- submission yeah uh. we don't we don't we don't like dirty that word. word dirty word no. bad <laughs> i know man um, but it's that bravado bro at the end of the day it's you know, the bravado dude, gotta set it aside have pride i tell you i feel stronger surrendering yeah and I, it, yeah. it sounds oxymoronic but it's not yeah yeah it's not it's Th- totally different with jesus man yep. it, it's a total different cup of tea man it's uh, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's hard to put in words sometimes, man. Bro, and let me tie this in. So surrendering, mm-hmm. was, surrendering was a catalyst to obedience, and obedience is a catalyst to larger faith, and all the while I'm loving him more. And you want to know what I'm learning, dude? And this is beautiful, man. The more I love God, the more I love Christ, knowing he loves me, the more I can love others, man. My wife is like, dude, she's so happy. Hey, hey, audience, one of these days I'm going to tell you the, uh, the history on that one, man. You're probably not going to like me very much, but I'll run. <laughs> that woman is, uh, huh. I got a good one. I'm just going to put it out there. And I'm, I'm lucky to actually have her. Lucky. I'm going to give you uh, three eyes here that my pastor um, preach on. And that's intimacy, identity, yeah. increase. First is creating the intimacy with the Father. Through that intimacy, and you touched on it without really knowing what I'm talking, where, where I'm going at with this, yeah. is through that intimacy that creates our identity, yeah. who we are in Christ Jesus. It does, dude. I'm I'm living that right now. You're right. Yeah, and then through that identity comes the increase. Yeah, is to go out and do. In Jesus' name. I, I have more capacity for love, for mercy, for grace. Do you know there was a time in my life, dude, where I thought, dude, like, I don't even think I know how to be merciful. I don't even think I know how to, how to give grace to somebody. And to look back at it and just see what I'm just now t- touching into in my life, it's like... I, I want more. It's like a kid, man. I got a little bit of candy. He yep. wants to hold back. Yep. That, that, uh. That's that increase. You just I'm, want. Like, I'm like, come on, Father. Just, can I have seconds, please? I, <laughs> just a little bit. Come on, man. Just give me a little more, please. Please, sir. I'd like some more. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> oh, boy. Woo, um, Love it. I'm on my... Uh, Bible up here. I wanted to bring up a verse, and yeah, uh, a lot of veterans know it. And uh, me and uh, uh, Stephen was talking about it um, a little bit ago, but it's John fifteen thirteen. You know, and we can tie this into the surrender. Is 
greater love has no one than this than to lay one's lay down one's life for his friends you know and yeah. that's what jesus did for us and um you know as a brotherhood of the military that's that's what we did for each other and that's oh, that's dude, the surrender yeah. surrendering our life for for one another yeah and that's how uh, i can kind of we can kind of tie this into um surrender yourself to god mm-hmm. and um and all his goodness um it, it's a it's a heavenly inheritance, a heavenly mm-hmm. inheritance, and that inheritance is nothing short of everything that he said he was giving, going to give to us. Is you know, the you kingdom. Know, you know, I got to say this, bro, if you don't mind, man, because Go ahead. I really think that we're, you know, especially for the military audience out there, man, the veteran audience. Remember that verse, John fifteen thirteen, man. Because I want you to think about something without even knowing. And this has been my, my experience, man, in, in, you know, both in the private sector and also in the mill, you know, around those alpha, you know, all my alpha bros. You know, if you ever doubt, am I capable? Because like I've, I've actually touched on, I have doubted my own self. But let's not forget, we... <laughs> We as a brotherhood, man, we have had many opportunities to lay our own life down for our brothers and would do that at a drop of a hat. Yes. Would lay our lives down for our brothers. And our God is saying that is the greatest love. And without even knowing what you're doing, you have the the heart for such a thing. So... At any level, if you've ever doubted, remember that because you are actually capable of the greatest love and you don't even know. You're not even paying attention to it. That is why, please, search your own hearts. Keep learning what surrender is and then do it to the one that deserves us to surrender to. Because then he can open up the floodgates and give you the knowledge with the experience. And you'll understand who you are. Because if you've done that at any level for your brothers on those front lines or wherever you've been, you have the ability. You have the capacity. You are capable. Now we just need to get you the knowledge. Make sense? All right. I think that um, he brings us through that. I believe that that Jesus draws near to warriors. I really do. Yeah. Because of that connection through John fifteen thirteen. Well, you certainly pulled me near. <laughs> and I think slapped me in the back of the head near. Come on, youngin. <laughs> and like, yes, sir. I think. I think it's such uh, an, an interesting way to look at it. I see it as, I think personally, I think God was brought all of us through that so that we may know what surrender is. That's quite possible. Because I can tell you, we get it. Yeah. That's the thing. We, we understand through military bearing and, 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 and uh, 
you know, not to do insubordinate conduct and having a superior. I mean, dude, I, I don't even hear any other industries that say, this is my superior. <laughs> like, wait a minute. Like, literally, the military is this kind of structure that at some level mirrors this whole servant son leader attitude. You mm -hmm. see what I'm saying? Yeah. And you're constantly living it, but, but you don't know. And it, for, for the non-military out there, I don't want to sound like I'm coming from a place of arrogance. I mean, obviously, God uh, gives us that gift to everyone, not just, you know, the, the veteran community. Of course, yeah. But uh, that's just, that's, that we're in our niche, you know, and that's who, our, who we're preaching to. So obviously, don't take that as, uh, well, I wasn't a veteran, so I, I, don't, I can't know what surrender is. So don't, don't take that. that that's, that's false condemnation. Don't take that like that. Yep, exactly. <laughs> so, don't believe uh, the hype. <laughs> Um, I'm reading this book right now. Um, it's called The Walk of the Spirit, The Walk of the Power by Dave Roberson. And um, I just started, and uh, just in the first chapter, on, um, I finished the first chapter uh, yesterday and uh, highlighted some stuff I kind of wanted to share today. Um, the title of this one section in chapter one says, uh, God's Wisdom Against Satan's Strategies. Um, it says, remember, God tells us to be wise as serpents and as harmless as doves. That's Matthew 10, 16. It says, why would God say something like that? It's because Satan has an entire arsenal of weaponry that can only be combated by the wisdom of God. Yep. And, you know, I kind of touched on that last, um, last podcast. Um, you know, this whole, you know, PTS thing is, you know, it, it's an attack. It's a spiritual attack. Mm -hmm. and, and a lot of guys, a lot of veterans don't realize that. They think it's just, you know, it's secular, you know, stuff that we Well, they need to see it. their enemy. Yeah. You know, yeah. and that's not just military. Yeah. Everybody's like yeah. that. Yeah. You know, that's the, yeah. Yeah, so... I won. I talked about it last time, and like I said, it's a spiritual battle. You know, every every day your your soul is uh, being fought over uh, from good and evil, and um, if you don't handle that in a spiritual way, man, it's just gonna. Uh, like I said, you're nothing's gonna get accomplished. You're just gonna, you know, well, bang I, your head up against a wall. It, it's like trying to be in. It's like trying to bring a knife to a gunfight. I mean, it. I mean, try and bring a gun. To, to a spiritual fight, man. I mean, what are you going to kill? <laughs> right? Yeah, you, that's why we have the armor of God. That's, that's why we, we fight. We constantly live in the spirit world. That's our striving is that we walk in the spirit and not the flesh because our fight is not what we can see or the person in front of us. It's a fight against humanity. That means the dude that you're angry with because he cut you off, that's your brother, right? Mm -hmm. And if I hate him, think about that. If I hate this dude because he cut me off, then I hate at the end of the day. And if I feed that hate, it's like me drinking poison and wishing that dude dies. Yeah. <laughs> What's yeah. going to happen, man? I'm the one that's going to die, bro. 
Yeah, that's the uh, yeah. that's the definition of uh, you know holding grudges. Yeah, offense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to read you the armor of God. It's out of Ephesians. Yeah, um, I love this dude. Uh, this is out of New King James. Uh, it starts at uh, uh, six, chapter six, verse ten. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not, and this is key right here, for we do not wrestle against the flesh and blood, but against the principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand. Um, and then, so that ended at, four, at 13. And 14 goes in and describes each uh, part of the armor of God. Mm-hmm. It says, therefore, having girded the, um, the waste of truth, which normally some call it the, yeah, belt, the belt of the truth, yeah, belt of truth um, yeah. having put on the breastplate of righteousness, mm-hmm. and having uh, shod your feet with preparations of the gospel of peace, uh, a lot of uh, different versions out there, you know, called the uh, sandals of the gospel of peace. Yep. It says, above all, taking the shield of faith, with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one, and take the helmet of salvation. And the most important one here is the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Mm-hmm. And everything, um, all those, uh, the armor of God is all you know, defensive weapons except one. And the offensive weapon is the sword of the spirit, which mm-hmm. is the word of God. That's your offensive weapon. Um, and that's the thing. The enemy has to obey uh, anything uh, from the word. So that's, that's um, yeah. and, and how I can compare that to, and, in the, and I'm in the process of making T-shirts about this, is the armor of God, is our full kit. Yeah, and that's... You know, that's the coolest thing about that that entire section of verses, man. That whole concept right there is it's telling us that it's telling us who our enemy is, where the fight is actually being held, where the battlefield is, and it's telling us what our kid is. And it's it's like a little instruction manual if you think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And so, you know, but understand that you know, it's not like a physical helmet. It's not like actual sandals. It's not actually a belt of truth, you know what I mean? But, but it, it's, it's all figurative to explain what we need to guard, like what we need to don. Oh, when you say jock up, man, what you need to jock up with, right? So you can go out there and do God's will. That's, and that's, I love that. It, because if you can remember who our enemy is and where the battlefield is and who we fight or how we fight or what we kid ourselves up with, then you don't have to hate that dude because ultimately you're going to lose the fight if you, if you feed things like hate, frustration, anger, envy, all those things. By doing that, you know, by hating my brother, I, I'm, I'm lost. I've lost that fight, and that's the problem. And so, you know, to think about that, 
to understand where the fight is and who the enemy actually is, you can actually learn how to not hate so much. You can actually wash all that. You know why you don't have to do that. And how do we get there? Surrender. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's it, bro. Yes. That's it, man. Oh, man. Um, what do you think? We want to go from here. Are we about wrapping it up or? Uh, I think it's about that time, man. Uh, it's been almost an hour, right? Yeah. Okay. Somewhere around there. All right. Um, All right. Hey, guys. All right. we. We uh, we definitely got some announcements uh, to put out there. Oh yeah. Um, we are officially as of uh, what was that? When did I text you the other day? That was like I called you two days ago, I think. Yeah. Right. So about two days ago, we're officially now on Apple Podcasts. So we've added that to our arsenal. Our roof. Um, we also have um, the ability to accept donations if anybody is felt. Uh, led to do so and you can do that through um anchor on our uh on our feed and i'm going to give you the address real quick right here so uh, if anybody out there feels led to do so you can go to anchor.fm uh backslash sean patterson nine and uh i gotta change that url to uh like the 22 redeemed or something because yeah. uh um, it but was like that a default one. Yeah, it was like a default uh, URL. Um, but that takes you directly to um, our uh, our feed on um, uh, Anchor, and it it's actually I mean Anchor is so cool, man. It, it's definitely helped out getting this launched and everything. But anyway, it takes us straight to our our page where you can click on listen to, you know listen to your podcast on Spotify or Apple podcast and there's a tab there that you can click support and it's only like um, it's like it's it's only small amount so it's like five bucks or it's like it's like 499 and uh, 999 um, and it has all the links to the website so again there is a website up um, that I've launched, it's uh, 22redeemed.com, and, um, you know, there's a Facebook page, you just get on Facebook, search the 22 Redeemed, I'm on Instagram, although I do not post on Instagram a whole lot, um, Facebook is enough Trump, uh, drama, <laughs> <laughs> but it is key to getting the word out there, it to is other bad, veterans. it is what so, it is, you gotta take the bad with the good, bro. yep, so, yep. Uh, <laughs> you know, Social media, man, it was such a good. It had such good intentions. Ain't right, man. <laughs> really did. Have MySpace was intentions. the jam, man. MySpace, bro. You go. Okay, that was my. Right. We we right, screwed Tom over, man. We Roger left that. Tom hanging dry. Yeah, we did. That was horrible. MySpace, MySpace. was awesome, was, bro. Man, blast from the past, bro. <laughs> we, can wow. we go back to that, please? Let's go back. That to was that. a good little concept, though. Again, I mean, but all these are they start off well. They just. Yeah. You know, but what does that what does that really say? Think about it. It says <laughs> what does that say? People need Jesus. People need Jesus, man. <laughs> Do good with what we have. Amen. Yes. With our free will. That's what that means. Seek God in everything that we yes. do. That's the free will. Amen. Ready. All right, guys. So we're uh, gonna wrap it up here for our second podcast. And uh, guys, um, if you know veterans out there that are struggling, please oh, you yeah. know lead yeah. them lead them to this podcast. 
Um, Leave no one behind. Exactly. We are here, um, veterans for veterans, uh, just trying to help um, our veteran community, um, you know, find Jesus and, and their families as well, because that's, that's important. Because um, that's another uh, trick of the enemy is, you know, he comes to destroy, and mm-hmm. he'll destroy a family in a heartbeat. Oh, yeah. Um, but, uh, so, yeah, if, the, if you guys know any veterans out there that are struggling with, you know, mm-hmm. PTS, um, addiction, anything like that, you know, lead them here. Again, uh, I put the number out there last time. Uh, my phone works 24-7. It's 330-243-3530. I say again, 330-243-3530. Um, that was kind of moto. Yeah. That was kind of moto, dude. You know. Yeah, it is. I thought you like... <laughs> Three, five, four, <laughs> niner. <laughs> hey, leave me be. I'm not. I, I wasn't a hardcore. I wasn't Ara. a hardcore uh, soldier in the thick of it like you. Oh were. man, come on, man. We all did our part. Hey, listen, warriors, supporters of warriors, all around good dudes and dudettes. Go do good things. May God be with you. Amen.